welcome back to the Bring It Back podcast. My name is Nathan. And I'm Micah. And we wanna just have really authentic, unique conversations and try to tackle different topics that maybe you don't hear kind of navigated through the lens that we'll look at things through. We're gonna use the Bible as the lens and the foundation that builds our worldview and gives us kind of the answers to some of these questions that we're talking about. So thanks for joining and let's get into it. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Bringing It Back podcast. Started uh, week two here. We actually recorded our first episode about a month and a half ago. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty, we are crushing as far as uh, trying to remain efficient and effective yeah. at weekly pods. But you know what the thing is? We haven't released it yet. So, hey. At the point that we release, we probably will have some kind of say, system. We will be system. So, if anything, we're ahead of the game. Dang, let's well, go. Hey. As always, my name is Micah. My name is Nathan. Hey, you're good. <laughs> we, uh, we're here today. Yeah. Uh, and I want to give like a little update because I know last time I think I briefly mentioned pickleball or uh-huh. one or other interests, yeah. but I need to talk about like work. Okay. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about work because that's what sure. I spend some of my week doing. Like, feels like do you also do it that? Feels in like your week? most of my time that I'm awake. I, Honestly, like I yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that's committed over there. But yeah. I I teach a class called Career Life Development. This will uh, actually be helpful. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. People are always like, "What does Nate do?" I'm like teaching. Fair some question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He teaches I'm stuff. Like, I don't know. He gets Fridays off. That's all I really that, know. Honestly, maybe the uh, main yeah. reason. I, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's called Career Life Development, and there are three campuses that all come together and meet on my campus okay um, and they're all new students it's kind of like an onboarding like orientation sure. kind of thing three different weeks you cover financial literacy mobile technology and high performance okay so high performance like how do you be a high performer what are some traits sure. you know seven habits of highly effective people classic uh, and really my favorite week is the financial literacy component sure. So this is the whole story of how this happened today. I had a dentist appointment and <laughs> my my dental hygienist, she's like getting in there clean and asking what I do for mm-hmm. work. And I just go off on this tirade talking about how she needs to have a Roth IRA. Roth IRA. And, and honestly, it was awesome because yeah. she was asking like these questions, digging in my mouth and yeah, I can't, yeah like answer uh-huh. questions in between. But I love it. Like the, the work that I do, I think that there is actual value in it, yeah. right? So like it's... Uh, I mean, even today there were, there were some students that were just sharing things in their own lives. Uh And I I just love the opportunity to get to interface, encourage and talk through like, yeah, how do we, what systems can we build in our life uh, to reach the goals that we set for ourselves? So yeah, do this, give your short pitch for Roth IRA. Yeah. You can articulate. So I have a Roth. Okay. started two years ago when I nice. was 22. Atta boy. Maxed it out every year. Good. So I feel like good about my start. Yeah. Wished I would have done it earlier. Totally. Even though like 22 is early. Yeah. But so just like the math of like how astronomically different it can be. Yeah. Year. So give, give you a short pitch for this. So math. short pitch, uh, you know, if you're young and you think retirement's so far off, I've just started right. working. Sure. Uh, you, when's the best time to plant a tree? Uh, now. Nope, 20 years ago, right? <laughs> so like if I could have planted a tree 20 years ago, right. I put a little acorn in the ground, I get yeah. this great oak tree. Uh, yeah, it's in the past, but you know, don't cry over spilt milk, time uh-huh. has already been gone. So okay. learn from the voices of people who've already gone ahead of us sure. and, and regret not starting earlier. And okay. even, you know, Mike is talking, he's 24, I wish I would have started earlier. Yeah. Totally, I mean, yeah. honestly, but there's also people out there that are 36 yeah, and 48, started haven't started yet. Sure. Um, so short pitch for a Roth, uh-huh. it is, uh, IRA just stands for I- Individual Retirement Account, okay. right? I don't think I knew that. And a Roth is just, uh, when does, 
when does the money get taxed? Right. So Roth versus traditional. Roth, it gets taxed now. Uh -huh. uh, traditional, you get taxed when you pull sure. it out. And the reason that you'd want to get taxed now is that you're in a lower uh, income bracket. Okay. So less money is going to be taken away. Sure. Um, and there's a maximum contribution right now at six thousand mm -hmm. dollars, which you can so divide that. So five hundred a month. Five hundred a month, two fifty a paycheck. Uh, and because you're doing it monthly, yeah. you're by default doing an investing practice that's just called dollar cost averaging. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of fluctuation in the yeah, market. Yeah. Um, and to kind of battle that, you don't just want to put six grand down one lump sum. Right. You're going to put it in over the course of time. Um, and the S&P 500, it's a great uh, metric to kind of follow. Yeah. Top 500 publicly traded um, stocks, uh, professionally managed like mutual funds and index funds are things where you're not having to look every single day. Really, it's just the discipline of every single month. Uh -huh. Kind of like, I don't know if we've talked about tithing on here, uh, but mm. just those systematic approach. That as yeah. soon as I get paid, I already have a plan of where my money's going. I'm not just wondering where it went. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah absolutely uh, would highly recommend watch a couple of YouTube videos sure. if this is something that's brand new information for you. Uh, it's in your best interest to start thinking about um, how you can fiscally be responsible. Welcome to Financial Peace University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by Dave exactly. Ramsey. Dave, thanks, Dave. Dave come up. Dude, that would be, uh, he has helped tens of millions of people get out of debt. It's yeah. crazy. Like that, the systems that the are The envelope implemented. system, it's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know about me. Like, honestly. I've never done the envelope I've never system. done it. <laughs> yeah. We did it in high school, and I remember being in high school being like, this does not affect me at all. I mean, yeah. To each their own. You got to find a system that works for you. Yeah. There's no one guru who can tell you all the stuff you need to know about money. But yeah. What a what a fun intro. Yeah. The, honestly, okay. I do care about. It. I think yeah, it's valuable I information. Tell. Yeah. So, what would you call somebody who's forty and hasn't started a Roth? I would call them a good person and someone who needs to get started now. You know what I would call them? What would you call them? <laughs> Something respectful. Because oh dang, bro. Smooth. You know what I thought about doing? What I thought about saying like. Like pretending to call him like some sort of obscenity, and then, sure, and then bleeping it out. Oh, I like that. Actually, <laughs> that like been, ah, probably not. I didn't yeah. have the confidence. The optics too, on that one, yeah, I don't know if people would really have respond. The to. <laughs> yeah, but all right. So today we're talking. Obviously, you see the you see the title of the pod. We're talking about Christians cussing. There it and is. And I am thrilled to talk about this because I feel like I haven't heard just a lot of dialogue. About yeah, it, especially amongst like young adults. I mean, I know that I've I've talked with two friends maybe in depth about this. Yeah. Uh, both of them grew up in the church and one of them is still, you know, practicing the faith, still uh -huh. believes in God and consistent. Sure. The other one uh, maybe deconstructed in some areas. And sure. so I appreciate both of the perspectives of just regular conversation yeah. with friends. Sure. Um, but I agree with you. I don't, I, I don't hear too much about it. Obviously, yeah. not from the pulpit or even not most of the pulpit. pods that I subscribe to or anything. Yeah, it almost, it's like it's definitely a secondary issue, right? That's a fair it, point. <laughs> it's like it's definitely a secondary issue, yeah. but they, just because it's a secondary issue doesn't mean that we don't talk about it ever. Yeah. That we don't need to have some kind of clarity. And I'd even go as far to say is that maybe it's a secondary issue that gets ignored so much that it almost gets taken advantage of because it's not talking about as much. Yeah, it's kind of the background and we don't really like is it that important mm -hmm. what's the impact of it yeah i mean i yeah, i don't really care I'll do what you want as sure. long as it doesn't hurt 
you love the Lord, you love other people, leave it at that. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. no, 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 these these kind of secondary yeah. issues. There's like nuance to it that you need to talk about. We should, yeah, we should wrestle with them and, and, and kind of push through. So we're going to wrestle today. Yeah. Well, so let me ask this. What are some of the most popular? What are some of your favorite cuss words? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, go ahead. What are some of your most replacement homeschool cuss words? When yeah, the replacement ones. Uh, I, I noticed this. A friend came over uh, two weeks ago, uh-huh. and our household, I, I was completely unaware of the, the frequency to which I use this word and the fact that I think most people don't. Uh-huh. It's not like some unique word. We say frick all the time, all the dude. Time. All the time. It's like, such a frick, dude. dude. You know, yeah. and it's like, that is my default go-to, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty, that's, a, that's a bad one, dude. I think it's you know? close. I remember when I was in middle school getting in trouble from my mom yeah. because I said frick and it was almost like, yeah, you're walking you're a fine line. Letters, <laughs> there's letters say. difference right there. Where's your heart at when you're saying yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Well, my heart's right here. I'm not saying the bad word, know. you know? Yeah. But what are some of the maybe arguments that you've heard from believers to, to support a worldview that would maybe say like, hey, it doesn't matter if I cuss or not. Like I can be a Christian and just like free, let them, let them run. Like yeah. say whatever I want. So like no some, some arguments that would support it. Yeah. Um, I think probably most commonly... Uh, the the argument that I would hear would be something along the lines of um, it matters what's in the heart, like the intent yeah, of the sure. word, and and culture has educated what words are appropriate or right. inappropriate. So mm-hmm. you know, in what context? Like if I am a Christian, I'm talking to another Christian, and I have a cuss word for or you know foul language or whatever title you want to give it for emphasis, mm-hmm. and they know my heart, like it's joking or mm-hmm. something like that, then. It's okay. Like that, sure. the nature of that language uh, is in love. But, you know, then, yeah, I guess that's, so that's for the affirmative. The big one? Yeah. I think the one that I've heard the most is, well, all these like words that have come up with, they're just like culture words. Right. And like, I'm not going to let culture define like yeah, what, what I Yeah, what I can say. Like what I can say and what I can't. Because like the Bible doesn't say, don't say the F word. Yeah, sure. That's no, like just like highly embracing individual freedom. Yeah. I mean, it's American culture. Yeah. One on one. If we're yeah. being honest, that's yeah. exactly what it is. But yeah. That feels like the, the one of the biggest ones, totally. I guess. It's I'm, like, I'm just talking about culture that. define me. Yeah. And and that, yeah, that even that argument, uh, I've had that same kind of conversation with people who aren't believers. It's like, why are you setting a cap on who's going to define what you're allowed to say, mm-hmm. which because I am subscribed to a belief structure mm-hmm. where I believe there is a higher authority, I'm choosing to submit to right. that in some regard and saying, ah, I, I should be intentional sure. about the words that I'm choosing to say. Um, and yet, you know, I, I think I, we can be vulnerable here. Yeah. And I know that there are times when I am in that joking th- kind of thing and in yeah. the context of friends that I do recognize Dang, I I have grown comfortable mm-hmm. or accustomed to saying that maybe as a result of the media that I'm consuming, sure. uh, or just because we have gotten very comfortable in our yeah. own little environment. And the the stress for me or the worry that I think of yeah. is, you know, the more that I grow comfortable with something, it's gonna bleed out yeah. into other areas where maybe I don't have sure. a strong enough little safeguard. So yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I, if friends is definitely like it seems like the most difficult one. Yeah, it almost feels. I think. Maybe I'm just saying this because like I'm around guys more. It yeah. feels like more of like a, a guy problem within the, the confines of the church, I guess. I could see that, yeah. At least, and again, that's just like me speaking from my circle, totally. which is like such a small demographic. Sample size, you yeah. Know, and I'm around people who are very similar to me for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I, in my sh- social structure as well, I'd say that's, that's more common. It yeah. is like a, 
maybe like a knee, uh, I still, I don't know, this is maybe sexist or something, but I do have like a knee-jerk reaction if there's mm. some uh, language that's coming. I, again, like I, the context, it feels like it does matter uh-huh. uh, to me, but like really, I don't, I don't think it should. Yeah. I, I think like as we were kind of, you know, looking up some, some verses yeah. and trying to think about the, this topic, um, yeah, man, I, I do want to have control uh, and, and set up safeguards ultimately for what's inside of my heart and what I'm expressing outward. Mm-hmm. And even if I can come up with like a solid justification to do something, it's kind of going against, you know, I think the nature mm-hmm. of um, kind of the, the call to a higher standard. Yeah. It's like, can I, can I wiggle and, and come up with a justification to do something that yeah. ultimately, internally, I know is not in the best interest yeah. or is not necessarily the yeah. most life-giving thing. That's true. Can I be real? I almost like went into like, as I started to, to dive in and like, and try to really like sift through some yeah. good answers. I almost wanted to find like a justification a little bit. Sure. No, like, like not, not give it to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, you know what, when I drive sometimes I'll, I'll get, I'll get a bit that's, frustrated. That's where you get frustrated. Over here. Get it out. Yeah. Bus. Driving eight miles an hour for a full mile right Hey, in front well, of me. looking out for the safety of the children. And, and that's what that driver's doing. I yeah. was mad. Livid. But I almost, because here's the deal. We're not at risk of getting canceled because we're not relevant enough to get canceled. There we go. Okay, okay. But you know what has happened in, in the past from this pod? Yeah. Is I've said some things like I speak with strong conviction. Sure. I'm a pretty black and white guy. Yeah. And I know there's been people in my life that have been rubbed the wrong way. Okay. So I know as I went in, I almost wanted to look for some kind of justification. Yep. Because sinfully, I'm a people pleaser and I don't want people sinfully. to be offended yeah. at like my strong convictions about something. Yeah. And like, as I dove in, I just like, I just like can't. Find anything that, Dang that justifies yeah, it. Come on, book, help as me much out. As I like yeah. wanted to. Sure. And I think before I guess we we dive fully in, another one that I've heard is almost like, well, if I if I like do cuss a little bit, yeah. it almost gives me more like credibility with unbelievers. I got you. Have you heard that one before? I've heard that one before and for I sure. I've almost probably even like thought that way myself. In a sense. Because like I yeah. lived on the basketball floor one year at ORU. Yeah. It's like all I heard down the hallway. Sure. Right? Oh, it's like com- common language. Yeah. I want us to feel like yeah. we're cut from the same cloth and empathize exactly. and understand one another. And yeah. I, yeah. I would almost like in my mind, I'd be like, well, maybe if, like, if I do, they'll have more credit. They're like, I'll have more credibility and that'll give me an avenue for the gospel. Yeah. And then I remember as I was thinking about that today, I was like, well, man, like at what point am I sacrificing the very nature of like what my faith is built totally. on to try to like make an avenue? Like, isn't the whole point is that we are countercultural yeah. and that we don't conform to what culture does? Yeah, because what's going to be more attractive? Somebody who thinks uh, on the same plane or, or just you feel comfortable yeah. around uh, or yeah, absolutely someone who can carry their joy with them yeah. and have some attractiveness. Like, I, I notice that you don't yeah. say these words yeah. or that you don't do this action or that uh it, less about not doing something but more about you're just like, so well, life-giving yeah. yeah like e- even more important than just simply not doing the thing mm-hmm. i think we have to be aware of okay well what words am i choosing am i am i intentionally trying to be encouraging to people mm-hmm. am i looking for opportunities to speak life right um because that, that that's where i would look at like the you know kind of the juxtaposition of the two whenever i have use, you know, I've got a, a question for you and uh-huh. maybe an example for myself. Um, whenever I've used language the most in my life, right. uh, foul language, cussing and whatnot, I recognize it as a little bit of a, a, a distasteful, I know like, right, you know, yeah. like aftertaste kind of thing. Like, man, I, I need to, 
I want to. Yeah. I want to choose uh, better words. And even we were talking a little bit about yeah. Jordan Peterson before. Yeah. He's so eloquent and articulate. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, there's a lot of laziness that comes with choosing, you know, a powerful word, mm-hmm. um, you know, language to elicit a strong emotion. Sure. I just want to be better and more effective yeah. at describing my emotion, what I'm feeling. Yeah. Anytime that I have cussed, I remember being like, like what did I gain from that? <laughs> yeah. Like, what did I really gain? Yeah. And I, I'm almost, man, I think a lot of times, like, man, can like, you be funny without the need to, like, right. cuss? Gosh, man. If you look at uh, comedians, like, uh, like professional humor. comedians. It's like obscene it is, is all it is. I mean, yeah, if, if we break it down, it is just trying to find the most intimate uh, and, like, shocking, yeah, jaw-dropping shock thing. Value. Like, literally, if I could just say whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm leading you one way, and then a stark, you know, jump yeah. over here. But if there's a comedian that's clean. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I can think of a couple examples. I like Brian Regan and uh, I like Nate Bargatze, like two clean comedians that um, they just do a great job at storytelling and, and, you know, taking in the world. That I think is a tall order because I think it's it's kind of low hanging fruit if just to give simple shock and give people like, "Hmm." you know, what, what do I gain from it? I think that's a great question to ask, you know, after the fact. Uh, One of the environments that I was in where I recognized myself uh, succumbing to the culture that was around sure. me was, do you ever work at a restaurant? I never did. No. Okay. So I worked at uh, upper crust here in Tulsa whenever oh, it first that. opened. Um, great. I love it. Interfacing with people. Right. I'd always say like, Hey guys, you, a good waiter, you are my best right. friends. I'm spending more time with you than I am with my friends back, you know, at, at school or something uh-huh. like that. So let's enjoy tonight. I loved it. Honestly, yeah. every time that I'd take some like dishes sure. away and, and it's just the servers in the back, yeah. dude, just crude, foul, yeah. muck. Like everybody is, you know, kind of high pace, and there's mm-hmm. an intensity that's going on. Right. Uh, and yeah, I just remember leaving. Like there was one buddy that I grew up with uh, at school. He's also a believer, uh-huh. and we would we talked to each other about that. Like that's one of the people I was mentioning earlier. Where we processed this isn't something that I want to be subject to. Uh, like I do want to take command over, you know, my uh, my voice and what I'm choosing to say because I'm recognizing the negative impact of. Simply words, and, mm-hmm. and words do have power. You know, yeah. uh, power of life and death in yeah. the tongue. You yeah. know, um, so yeah, that that for me is like a standout incident where I say like, oh, cool, I saw myself succumbing to culture, and what was on the up- other side, it didn't leave me feeling better. Yeah, it feels like that's one area where culture is almost snuck into, at least again, it's like I'm a young adult guy, so like I think through the lens of like a young adult guy. Yeah. And like friend groups and just different people that I'm around, not necessarily my close friend group, okay. guys, yeah. all of them. Um, but it almost feels like if you're a Christian, but you still like cuss a little bit, it's like, oh, they're like, they're like a cool Christian. They're cool. Like yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. legalistic. Sure. They're not like over the top about it. Huge. I think that's a, a big point there. Yeah. yeah it's like a modern a- yeah. application. It's not just, yeah, legalism. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they're, it's just like, they're not overly legalistic. Like, they don't take this too serious. And then I'm like, man, if I think about that, it's like a really concerning state. <laughs> it's kind of bad. Like, yeah. at what point did we, like, mistake obedience and legalism? Yeah. It's, it's just like, we can't pick and choose, like, what we think is worse than others. We can't pick and choose, like, what we want to obey. As, as small and minute as it may seem with yeah. something like cussing, the reality is, like, I'm not God. Because, like, if, if it were me... Like I like I would have maybe a different perception, or like people would say that I have a different perception. Yeah, my perception does not matter. Yeah, like, I'm not God. Yeah, and I have to like if I'm going to subscribe to God and, and submit and like build the foundation of my whole life around this faith and around like these scriptures that He's given to me, I have to take it for like everything that it's worth. Like you can't just not have conviction over a small issue just because you don't see the need for it. Yeah, I think I mean that's a great point. Like 
we we can't, and yet we do. Mm-hmm. We we choose the things that feel like they have a heavier weight, and maybe discard sure. or discount the little ones. So it is, you know, I mean, I think if if you've got a, a perspective right now where you're saying, I think it's entirely okay. I can say whatever I want, and there's not a you know negative implication. Uh, I mean, the prayer that I would think for myself is like, God, reveal in me the things that I am unaware of that are not becoming of you, Mm -hmm. that don't glorify your name, like increase that conviction. And if there's that like gut check, something that's going on, I mean, we're, we're about to go into the word and and find some examples. Let's just start. Yeah. I mean, we've danced around it a little bit, but, uh, I'll start with the the first one that, that I thought was really helpful. Um, you know, the good person uh, out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Mm-hmm. So that's Luke 6, 45. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, that last line, it's something that has come up uh, a lot in growing up in the church and, and working at camp. Uh, out of the abundance or out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So sure. the things that I've been meditating, thinking on, that's ultimately what's going to come out. Like you know, if you've had that feeling of conviction after you've said something you, you yeah. shouldn't have to someone or yeah. around someone or even by yourself and you're like, why did I respond that way? It's like, man, because there's stuff that you've been sitting on mm-hmm. inside of there that has been uh, dancing around and sometimes we're, our brain isn't quick enough to set up the filters that we know is better and that, that default response, man, I want to continue to refine that. I want to remove that dross right. and give that material for the silversmith. So. For me, that was the first one that that came to my mind whenever yeah, you you mentioned like, hey, too. let's let's talk about this. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I had that one as well. Um, and there's another one in Matthew that talks about it. It just kind of words the language differently. It just says, "For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of." Same idea. Nice, right? Yep. Um, gotta throw that one out just for the sake of getting all totally getting yeah. everything in there because I just want like anybody who listens to that, like there's not a lack of clarity on this. I almost like that's another argument. Maybe she's like, "Oh, the Bible doesn't like a, like a sp- explicitly, explicitly say, say don't like, cuss,", don't cuss. <laughs> and it almost feels like a workaround. But man, there's just like so many things to think about it. Um, and in Ephesians four twenty nine, it just Classic. says, yeah. "Let no corrupting talk." come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up and fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. It's like, what, like, what is something that's good for building up? Like, is cussing good for that? I just like, I mean, the, the first example, I think, and this was like the battle with my buddy uh-huh. where we were trying to work through yeah. this and it was, both of us were in the back of a, a van. Somebody uh-huh. else was driving and we were going at it because yeah. I took the staunch approach of, you know, like eliminate all of this language. It's mm-hmm. not good. Sure. And then he, he took the approach of, you know, if, if I, what does it mean to curse someone or, you know, curse words mm-hmm. in that language, like, you know, to tear down and, uh, and to put something on somebody that you, right. you know, believe, uh, will come to fruition. Sure. So if we're getting into like witchcraft and all this kind of stuff, sure. that's, I'm putting a curse on you. Yeah. Um, and then he said, you know, so if I, if I say I hate you, like we could identify that as a curse word. I'm like I'm I'm spewing something on you that I sure. hope comes or that something ill begotten would become sure. of you later. Okay, great. But what if I say you know expletive? Uh, you know I effing love you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm enhancing the thing. Like I'm doing what God wants me to. I'm I'm showing love yeah. and showcasing. And, uh, you know, this is kind of where we, we reach the point of, mm-hmm. okay, looks like we just have different perspectives yeah. and, and we can't come to a conclusion. Because I still would say, is there another way that I could 
display that same yeah. amount of love. Like, I really love yeah, you. I can be like, honest. I give examples. Like, yeah, like, why do we need to add something, like, culturally that, that sure. again, adds that shock value? Yeah. It's, I saw, this is maybe a little bit off topic. It's funny. Yeah. Um, Theo's you memes, incredible place. Good, <laughs> Good follow plug. on Instagram. Yeah. They posted a video, and then they actually ended up deleting it because they got some backlash. Okay. And it was like... I walked into church and said, F the devil and got kicked out. And he's like, what's the matter? I thought we didn't like this. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. No, but it's, yeah, it's just premise. like, why do we feel the need to insert things culturally to express like something that's like a very scriptural thing is like loving somebody. Yeah. Like, why do we feel the, the need to invite these cultural ideas into how we perceive and like how we put those things forward? It just feels unnecessary it is yeah just like yeah i think we're we're trying to find like the, a minute example yeah. like you went straight to love and said like okay what way can i twist and kind of put this in here sure. and come up with a justification ah uh, yeah it just feels it feels short-sighted it, just, it, doesn't, feel, it doesn't hold any weight to me, yeah to be honest. It, same yeah it was kind of just like okay if that's the the argument that we're going to choose you can choose that sure um and it's something like this it's almost like let me just find like the most like <sighs> insignificant like little statement that yeah. I can possibly think of and then base my whole argument around it. Cool. <laughs> when you ask most people who are believers and do curse, like most of their cursing isn't coming in, yeah. you know, the form of something like that. Um, it just, that argument just doesn't hold much sure. weight to me. Yeah, most of the time it's, I don't know, stub your toe or yeah. frustration yeah. or yeah, really get upset with or someone. Or it's, again, it's like the comedy thing you're trying to be funny. Oh yeah, it's just shock like, value. Yeah. It just like doesn't add a whole lot of value. Yeah. It's almost just because, like, when we think about, like, what, like, these verses we just talked about, like, you know, the mouth speaks out of what the heart is full of. It's just, like, okay, like, if, if you feel the need to insert those into your life and into your vocabulary, like, what is your heart full of? Yeah. And, like, why why is it that you feel the need? Like, and that, that could be, like, that those things that are storing in there. We, we've talked about frustration yeah. or anger, or, like, if you're just upset with someone. In Colossians 3, eight, mm-hmm. um, it, it gives us very clear direction on this but now you must put them all away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk from your mouth Mm -hmm. like those things if we if we let them sit in there you know even unforgiveness or or just bitterness Mm -hmm. that we're harboring like the impact is going to be decay yeah uh like the end result will be like a deterioration uh of that joy like if i'm just going to sit here and stew on this anger uh, if I'm going to sit here and just constantly have a flow of malice or uh, obscene talk coming right. out of my mouth, what's the end result? Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that um, I've ever, <laughs> yeah, again, it just like from anecdotal evidence, I've never left having used a bunch of cuss words or, or, or things or used language or just talked yeah. negatively about someone for a yeah. long time and left feeling like, ah, man, life oh, is great. Yeah. I'm glad I did that, right? Yeah, man, I know exactly what you mean. It's just... It's such a unique idea, and I think a lot of it, maybe for different people, because I don't know, different people have different things. Maybe sure. it's like the upbringing they're around, like that's fair, culturally, yeah. like I don't know, the school you go to, the yeah. friends you're around. But I honestly feel like a lot of it, especially amongst young adults, is just like the need to to fit in or look like you don't take it too seriously. That's good. Um, and the there's a verse in Romans seven twenty two. It says, "For I delight in the law of God nice. in my inner being." So it's just like. If we delight in the law of God, like we're supposed to and like we're called to, like why are we even really entertaining this? Because if there's a debate, which obviously there Man, is, yeah, that's good. why would we like risk it? Because obviously <laughs> like if you if you truly feel like there's not enough like evidence in scripture for you to have clarity, okay, if you delight in the law of the Lord and you take his command seriously, 
why would you like stake so much on a maybe? It's like, yeah. oh, maybe, like there's not enough evidence. It's just, I feel like we, we've really lost this idea of like fearing God for who he is. Um, Nathan Finocchio, who I love, uses the term like desperate boyfriend theology. Where okay. it's just like, God just like, it's always, he just loves you. Sure. Like, he just he tracks you down recklessly and all mm. these things. Thank you, Corey Asbury. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, man, I, like God is so loving. And I think yeah. because I understand the wrath of God, because I understand like the nature of who God is yeah. and like the reverence that I need to approach him with, it makes me receive that love all the more. And it feels like when we, when we begin to not view God as like, God yeah. and someone who is like the creator of the universe who like set these these rules in place for us. We just begin to sacrifice on the little things just because like we may don't fear God enough. Yeah. It's just like this isn't as big of a deal for me. Yeah. That's another part I want to do is like I feel like theology where mm. people build their theology on like what I feel like. Just the feelings. It's just like yeah. such a, a bad thing to do. In the conversation of like other pods, I think it was something you mentioned maybe uh, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. But um yeah, like it, it, holiness. Yeah. Where where is holiness uh-huh. in all of this kind of thing? And like carrying a reverence yeah. or understanding what does it mean to fear God? Like, uh-huh. yeah, I I do. I want to want uh, to look at God and my relationship with Him and to act in holiness yeah. more. Like I, I recognize that that's not like a number one pursuit in my life right yeah. now. Um, like what does it mean to be holy uh, mm-hmm. or what is reverence of God in every situation? But that, those are definitely things that I want to, to further explore. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think us, our, our generation, very independent. Sure. Um, I mean, we're talking about financial security and yeah. like what we're going to do in the future. Like that's yeah. me wanting to make sure that I have some right. semblance of control and plan for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like trusting in God and that holiness, obviously another pod, but yeah, another uh, pod. something I would love to talk about. I would love to talk about it too. Cause yeah, it's just like God views all sin the same. Like it all requires, it's the same in that it requires the same payment, which is like the death of Jesus. It's different in the sense that there's different consequences of it. Yeah. Um, just obviously like killing somebody, you go to jail. Sure. It doesn't mean that you can't accept Jesus as your savior. Right. But like the payment was the same that Jesus died for that. Yeah, that's so good. I just like, I don't like it when we make distinctions of what is a big deal for me personally. Like this is my conviction. It's like if your conviction isn't a biblical, then it's just, like, I just don't really care about it that much. Honestly. Like, like I don't care about your personal If it's view. not backed up, I mean, I, that's why I like bringing it back. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a good premise for reminding like, okay, well, whatever lens we're going to be looking through, let's yeah. make sure that it's the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the prism that I want to view this stuff from. Yeah. And in that, you know, same conversation. So if we're talking about, okay, let's make sure to push these things out, right. malice or, or obscene talk. Uh, Philippians 4, 8 mm-hmm. is just where I'm, I'm provoked. I'm okay. pushed towards. <laughs> okay. uh, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, Think about these things because, again, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. So by me being very intentional about what I am ingesting, mm-hmm. like all of those different components, lovely, pure, commendable, right. that is what is going to, by default, come out of my mouth. Right. Um, that that I, am, I am essentially building up what that filter is, like the storage of things that's inside of here. I don't have to be super concerned about setting up like a hardcore right. safeguard 
on, on my mind to make sure I can't say this stuff because right. I know that it's bad. It's like, no, let me just make sure the things that are in yeah. me are good. Because if they're, you're just not, like, not worried about it. Like, yeah. you're not thinking about, oh, like, can I, like, should I curse or should I? Because you're just like, it's not even there. You're it's just a non, like, non -factor. not worried about it. And yeah. I was like, I'm not there all the time. Yeah. And my mom's going to listen to this. She's like, does Micah cuss? <laughs> no, no, mom, I don't. I'm not like a sailor. <laughs> She's a sailor out here, bro. Um, <laughs> no, but it's just like that, that desire, that, that need to wrestle with it almost just like isn't there when you're so hyper focused on the things that you're supposed like you're talking about which is just good well like man i'm so imperfect like i've got so much work to <laughs> totally do. but yeah. i think one of my big things is just man like if we're gonna have convictions they have to be biblical convictions and they can't just be prioritized about however you feel what do you think about um so okay we've talked about it we've yeah. kind of given our perspective and, and have some scriptures to back up our claims but you know what if you're in that position right now where you say uh, okay, well, I recognize I haven't felt great about this. It's something that's a common part of my language. It's part of the environment that I'm in. Yeah. How do I, you know, make changes or how do I adjust or how do I maybe uh, set up some safeguards? Because right now my filter's busted mm -hmm. and stuff's coming out. So what, what can I do? Yeah, it feels like so much of this is like the renewing of your mind. Nice. Like we see in Romans. Yeah. And that comes through like abiding with Christ and like abide, inviting the Holy Spirit into what you're doing. And I think the misconception is just like when you accept Jesus to be like your savior, that it just all fixes and that's supposed to be easy. Like maybe it takes work. So if you've been having a, a vocabulary full of just obscenities for years, it's going to take some work for you to change that. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Yeah. Um, but I think one, like have accountability around you. Like nice. find people who are thinking the same and call you out when yeah. you like unnecessarily insert a curse word into that conversation or whatever it is. Wait, so what does it look like to call out? Because honestly, like I'm thinking about this practically yeah. for me. My environment, my homies, I love them. We all love the Lord, yeah. and we're joking around. Like we know, yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, we, sh we what's going out. on, guys? Why yeah. why are we doing this? But a lot of times it'll just be like a one off kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It is funny, yeah. And then you know, like what what does it look like to call out a friend in sure. that, like in love, uh, that kind of conversation? Yeah. So would you prefer it if you just had like a one off in conversation to someone call it out right then, or would you rather than follow up later? It's a good question. I mean, I I do think of both. Like have have their valid point. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong. Yeah, I mean, like because in the moment, you know, like it could just be a quick gut check, and be like, hey, uh, yeah, why'd you say that? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. like literally right there, and just be like. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I thought it was kind of funny, and yeah. and but that's not what I want to yeah. do. Thanks for pointing yeah. that out. It brings correction to yeah. the whole group. It just like acknowledges it. And it's not, yeah, it's not like the biggest deal in the world. It's not like heaping shame on me, but yeah, uh, it's, understanding it's what it's, you're called to do. <laughs> exactly. Like that is that is what friendship is. There, iron sharpening iron. Yeah, yeah. It feels like almost sometimes if someone's had a conversation with me in person, it's easier for me to like not take it as serious. For sure, that's a good point. Whereas if it's like an the in the moment time. correction. I'm like, oh, like you're right. Like I, like it just make, it makes more yeah. sense because I feel the emotions more in the moment. I'm able to think about it because I just said it or something yep. like that. I don't know. So I would say accountability is a big one right off the bat. That's good. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think like getting in the word. Yeah. Uh, like that's like when I think about this again for myself, I just want to be filling myself up with more of that. Uh, it is this simple, I, I probably could use this in every single conversation that we have on this pod, but like the simple visual of if there's stuff in a, a vase, you know, if there's okay. junk that's inside of sure. there, it's not just me getting in there and scooping and cleaning right. it out. Uh, it is just the overflow. So, you know, if there's a hose, it's putting water inside of there. It will dilute initially, but then right. as you constantly have that water that's coming in and purified, sure. it's clean, it's clear. Yeah, there's just no space. There's no capacity for the other things. So right. just, yeah, being aware of what is going in. Uh, and this is my favorite analogy. 
okay. that has ever been presented when it comes yeah. to language or, or media that you're consuming. Right. Uh, you have brownies. Okay. Right? I haven't heard this yet. You haven't heard this one? No, I haven't. Oh, man, it's awesome. It's like classic middle school pastor okay. uh, analogy. So yeah. you, you got brownies. And what if I told you that, you know, there there was just a little bit of poop in the brownie? Just like, honestly, oh, wait, no, I have heard minuscule this. I amount of poop. Like, yeah, yeah microscopic. Yeah. Uh, maybe microscopic, you'd be like, all right, whatever. But, you know, tiny, tiny amount. Yeah. It's like, that's that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, you're you know, I, I don't it. want to ingest that. Um, and, you know, if there's more poop, obviously, the more that I wouldn't want it. So when we're thinking about yeah, what kind of stuff am I putting in? What am I ingesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much poop is in your brownie? You know, and yeah. so like recognizing <laughs> like, man, I just I don't want any. Like I, I really do. Maybe use use some kind of guard. Like if you're consuming something that's yeah. popular on TV, use AngelVid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're uh, listening to music, like this is a, a common one for me. Mm-hmm. Whatever I choose to play on my phone, like at one point in the week, it's going to end up playing for kind of the rest of the week. Like it'll automatically start as soon as I get in the car. So I just have to be very intentional about selecting like that new song from Transformation Worship or uh, Bethel released an album. They they released number one on the hip hop chart on iTunes. On hip hop, not on on worship. Yeah, not on worship. Is it a worship song? Uh, It is all about the Holy Spirit, but it's set in in the format of, you know, like a kind of Stripped down, 808, just kind of. Oh, my old listen. barber actually plays keys at TC. Oh no! I way. had to find a new barber because he got he a full time job playing keys. Nice. Okay, I have to listen to that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just being being intentional uh, about what what you're ingesting and, yeah. and making sure. Uh, yeah, we kind of eliminate the, the junk that we're kind of consuming. Yeah. Man, I used to listen to like a lot of rap in high school. Okay. Just, I don't know. It's just it's yeah. what all my friends did. Sure. And I just like listen to it now and I'm just like, what? I'm just like, this is just not good quality music. Like, this <laughs> is just like, I have, I have struggled to see like how you can truly, truly enjoy it. But then I just listen to the stuff that they're saying. I'm just like, man, it's like, this what I want to get excited sure. to? Like, is this what I yeah. really want to be yeah. ingesting? Yeah. Like, today to day? And honestly, no. Yeah. Is the answer to that question. It's good. Thank you for being clear. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I think we underestimate like how much of an effect what we're inputting yeah. has on us. Probably more so. You got any uh, music recs? I think we can. Oh we my can gosh, I have. You do? Okay, so <laughs> I was going to say, okay, I will say this because, all right, so Post Malone, not any of his music, but. Ah, dang, has, that's tough because I do like I like his like voice. Post? I like Austin. He's, he's a, he's a cool versions. guy. He's a cool. He's a yeah. quirky guy. Quirky. It's like yeah. in the aliens and stuff. Hey um, man, <laughs> but he has a YouTube vid where he sings country music songs. Oh dude, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. when he was younger. And I love country. Yeah. he's got one where he sings uh, some Brad Paisley song. Nice. I was listening to it today at work while I was walking on my desk treadmill. Okay. And I was feeling good. So yeah. just look up Post Malone country. Nice. And you won't be disappointed. That's really good. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'll you got any music recs? Well, I'm trying to think. I you just went to a concert. I went to day. a concert. Okay, I, I did say. go. There's a band called The Midnight, uh-huh. and it's I, I described them last time actually. I'm oh wait, sure. that was, so yeah. Was so, I was like, I so I did. I ended up. Yeah. I went and saw them okay. in concert. I'm gonna go to another concert end of the month, um, which now you know I'm like racking my brain and thinking. Do these bands cuss? Because I'm pretty sure they probably say <laughs> L at some point. Or, you know, yeah. it's like oh no, but. Um, Dayglow? Have you listened to any Dayglow? I know like close one of to you songs. probably. Uh, can I call you tonight? Is that one of theirs? Uh, maybe. Yep. I think so. I don't I know. Think it might be. Okay. I know I have one of their songs yeah. in my playlist, but I haven't extensively listened yeah. to them. So I, I'm kind of the same way. Like there's been a couple samplings of them. Honestly, 
Like I, I'll play it for my class uh-huh. uh, as like a, when we're waking up yeah. in the morning and I, I'll do goofy things like dance, yeah. just make people laugh and sure. break down some walls and whatnot. But Dayglow is, a, is another okay. band that I encourage you to check out. I will. Pretty, pretty we'll uplifting stuff. So. Cool. And if they have obscenities, you can hey, don't, hit Nate's inbox. Uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't quote me on the, the fact that they, they may have a, a bad word or two in there. But, hey, you know uh, we got to eliminate that poop from the brown. Uh, you know? you know, that's all I got to say. All right. Hey, that's the difficult thing about these pods. You say something and then you're like, man, a lot of people just heard me. Yeah. So now I have to live it up. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. So thanks for the convo, brother. Dude, and thanks fun. for listening, everybody. Sometimes I forget that people listen. Yep. Hey, you guys, take care out there. Don't put a lot of poop in your brownie. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just spend some time with the Lord. Get in the Word. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you next time.